So we got different things recording. I'm, I'm upgrading my, uh, my setup. So I got the Instagram here. I got the computer here with YouTube. I got the GoPro. It looks like a little, uh, yeah, looks like, like a ghetto movie studio right now. Uh, what's up, everybody? What's up, Hikari? What's up, Victor? What up, Sam? Yo, folks from Taiwan coming on. What up, Africano? So, quick introduction for what we're going to talk about today. Um, basically, this is the second episode, right? Funk and Focus Urban Dance and Dialogue series. This is going to be a, a weekly thing. We're going to do this every Sunday, uh, 3 p.m. Eastern time and just kind of keeping it consistent so people know when to tune in. Again, the whole series is built around creating community dialogue and hearing what you guys think, what you have to say, as well as sharing some of the ideas from the Funk and Focus team, from uh, the Urban Artistry team, and uh, just to start dialogue, start conversation. Some of the topics are tough, some are just confusing, and, you know, I've been wanting to do this series for a long time. It's something I've been wanting to really uh, engage with people about certain topics, you know, like there's certain things that we've talked about um, here in urban artistry that I think are just good things for people all around the world and, and anywhere, anybody involved in art should be having these types of conversations. So this show, again, it'll be uh, weekly and, um, the weeks that we don't have a topic, we'll probably just do Q&A and things like that. But this is going to be every Sunday, 3 p.m. So tune in for uh, some places you can go. We got Future. This Instagram handle is going to go live. Funk and Focus YouTube is going to be live. Um, eventually, we're hoping to bring everybody from Instagram to the YouTube because Instagram only lets you go live for an hour. So basically yeah we got to get over to the youtube and and make it work there so we're not restricted to an hour of conversation but for now we'll just be doing an hour each week um urbanartistry.org urbanartistry dc instagram handle urban artistry on facebook funk and focus instagram handle funk and focus on youtube and facebook so please check us out on all of our social media so Today, the topic, tradition or foundation, popping foundation. These are the questions I want, I want you guys to, to go ahead and start commenting, asking questions, concerns. Go ahead and start saying what you think about these things. So what is popping foundation, right? There's a lot of confusion around that. What, what is proper popping foundation? What is not? Is popping foundation just movement? I want to hear from you guys what you think. Secondly, and we can just go back and forth between these topics, how important is innovation for, for popping, right? How important is that? And how do you innovate without losing the foundation and the tradition? And also, um, fusion, is that good? Is fusion good for popping? You know, I want to hear what you guys think about these things because ultimately, I feel like our generation gets to decide what popping is in 2018. You know, we get to say, hey, this is what it is for us. This is the music we like. These are the moves we like nowadays. This is what we're doing with popping. This is the chapter we're adding to popping. Um, so basically, I already see some questions coming in on uh, YouTube and Instagram. So we're just going to go ahead and get right into that. We'll start on the Instagram. So. Oh man, it's cool. Everybody tuning in. What's up, guys? How can I look at two cameras <laughs> once and drop knowledge is nuts? Yeah, uh, hopefully, I don't have to do that for very long. So, <laughs> which do you prefer for commenting first and foremost? Whatever, whatever you guys are feeling. What do, what do you feel popping foundation is? We could even go into fusion. So Victor Fusion says, my name suggests that fusion is good. Cool. Fusion is great, right? Like fusion is 
for me, fusion is, is the thing that created a lot of these urban dances. Urban dance is about fusion. Um, people talk about, you know, like not mixing too much to lose the, the quality. And uh, I think there is a, a point to that. But I also, when I think back and I think about the Oakland Boogaloos and these folks that were mixing so many styles together to create Boogaloo, mixing so many styles together to create what popping is today. Popping is so many things, right? When you think about it, if we talk about it from the umbrella term perspective, popping is <laughs> waving, tutting, gliding, ticking, hitting, you know, footwork, isolations, all of that stuff. We sum it up and we say popping when we speak from the umbrella term, you know, when we say popping from the specific style term, we're talking about hitting, banging, popping, bamming, these types of things. So, you know, it's really interesting how that word can uh, confuse us sometimes of what popping is, but also when we think of it as umbrella term, popping is fusion. So I agree, Victor. Um, I think it's good, but I'd love to hear what y'all think as well. So Ironhide, Ironhide says, for me, the foundation of all the styles we know now is to create visual effects and put them on the music. Nice. So that's a, that's a great, that's a great point. Foundation of all the styles is to create movement, visual effects, and put them on the music. So you move your body to the sound. That's what Ironhide saying. Moving your body to sound is really the foundation. That's the most important thing for him, you know? And I think that's a great point because when we think back about like the uh, traditionally the dances where people, people weren't thinking, oh, I can only do boogaloo right now or, oh, I can only do popping right now. People were thinking, okay, let me move my body to that sound. Vroom. Let me move my body to that sound. Crack. You know, I think we forget sometimes that the, the movement and the technique actually is the music. People are teaching technique, they're teaching foundation, but they're not telling people why. Why is this the foundation? Why is this the technique? Well, this is the technique because the sound made us do that, <laughs> you know? So Ironhide has a good point, you know, that move your body to music, respond to sound, and why can't that be our foundation? Maybe that can be our foundation. Other people might disagree with that. Let's keep this thing rolling. So we got fusion is good to create something new and being more creative. Absolutely. Then the next thing that they would say to you is, well, okay, so can you, can you get so creative that it's not popping anymore? So that's the question that people are going to start asking when it's about creativity and it's about fusion. How do you keep the foundation and the tradition? I'm curious what you guys think about that. How do you keep foundation as well as uh, tradition? Baby G, I remember we had this conversation last year in the Netherlands. I totally agree with you saying that popping is defined by its traditions. Word. They call me Kong, so I agree. No foundations from the sources you can the deepest and then mix doing you. Right. Keeping tradition and innovating with a balance, this idea of balance. And I, I completely agree with that. Um, myself, I'm a tradition bearer. So I'm, I'm a, a very traditional dancer, but I'm a very innovative dancer at the same time. Um, and the way that I feel like I'm doing the right thing with like being so creative is that I just carry so many traditions with me at the same time. So it's almost impossible to say like, oh, well, he doesn't know popping or that's, you know, that's not popping because you could be so creative without traditions, but it doesn't necessarily mean you're doing the dance. You're not carrying the tradition of popping, but if you're carrying some of the, the stories some of the movements, some of the mindsets that are foundational for the dance, then 
and you're talking about that and you're showing that in movement and at the same time you're being innovative and you're being creative this is like a healthy balance you know so i think it's again it's a balancing act of innovation and traditions where do you find that healthy balance you know if you're just creative and you've lost foundational movement then that's cool you can do that but it might not necessarily be like oh people won't say oh he's a popper or you shouldn't teach a class and say you're a popper if you're just purely innovating creating your own world um, which of course can be a beautiful thing i think same thing on the opposite end the traditional side if you're so traditional it might get a little boring after a while especially if people seen you do the same thing all the time so how are you flipping foundation if i think about the way i learned and i think about the way some of the ogs moved they were constantly innovating constantly innovating as soon as they learned something they were trying it in a new way because you didn't even have the video back then to see it again you would see somebody go in your brain then you would go home and try it and you wouldn't even do it the same so this idea of like, oh, they did the right foundation and you're doing the wrong one back then, that wasn't really a thing. You were just trying to move like that and you were creating something new. The way they were traditional is the fact that they were in the culture from the city, <laughs> spoke, talked, danced, moved, listened to the same music as everybody in that city. So there was a foundation of like the culture of, of that time. I also want to say one thing about foundation. Um, for me, foundation, we sometimes we use it as a word um, that means technique. And I think those two things are a little different, right? Technique for me is how we do something, the how to, how do I do that? And there could be many techniques for a pop, many techniques for a wave. And I don't think that one technique is superior. Some people say a tight wave is a higher, better technique than a loose wave. Well, for me, it's more about intention. Technique is about intention. Like, if I want it to look a certain way, I make my body look, make it look like that. That's being intentional. So for me, the technique is what I'm trying to do. And in terms of foundation, that could be so many things. Think of the way we grew up, you know. Think of uh, your foundation from your parents. Think of your foundation just as a person. Think of foundation and thought. Foundation doesn't necessarily have to be movement to me. Foundation can be the way I behave in a cipher, my battle tactics, uh, the, the way I innovate. Foundation, even think about this. For me, foundation is to be innovative within popping. The foundation is to innovate. Think about the dance, how weird our dance is. Popping's like an outer space dance. We dance like robots, aliens, like from another planet. And then we tell people that you have the wrong foundation when we were trying to all look different anyway from the get-go. So, you know, foundation for Boogaloo and popping to me is to create new things. That's one of the foundational thoughts. So foundation in thought and foundation in movement right foundation and movement is different so that being said i know i'm going off but we got a lot of people dropping some things so i'm gonna try to concept over technique so i'm gonna skip that one for now i'm just gonna skip that and keep going what do i think about the indian popping scene that has nothing to do with what we're talking about. <laughs> uh, Ironhide, future of our dance is deep inside the music. How will it evolve? Happy to discover this live. Cool. <laughs> Battle with Frantic. Yeah, shout out to Frantic, man. All respect. That was a super fun battle. An exchange, two different styles, still exchanging in movement. It was a really nice time. Victor Fusion, at the end of the day, it's your dance. In my opinion, you can fusion all styles as long as it's in the music and part of one continuous flow. There's a way to have many inspirations now to not fusion styles. 
John motion word, what do you want to say with the movement? Okay, John Motion, what is the tradition? At what time did tradition stop being a bunch of kids inventing a dance and become tradition that we try to preserve and understand? Really good question. So tradition is the way a culture does something, right? It's a, it's a repeated behavioral pattern that a group of people have decided this is our thing. We're going to keep doing this. We like this. This is important to us. That can come from, from children. Children can have traditions, um, and adults can too. Um, he asks, when does it stop being a bunch of kids inventing a dance and become tradition, the way try to preserve and understand? So in all the cities, Oakland and San Francisco, these were kids creating tradition, right? By moving their body to music, creating new things, and having their own systems. Maybe they didn't even systemize it with words. Maybe they systemized it by just knowing. They would see each other moving and they would say, they, it's a, it was a nonverbal communication. They didn't need words for a system, but it was just the way they did it. So people, especially in the States, especially in African-American neighborhoods, are creating dances all the time. New music is coming out all the time. Movement follows the sound. And those are traditions, right? People, some catch on more than others, like popping caught on to the media. So now it's a tradition that we have globally and we respect and we say, this is important. Let's figure out how to do it the right way. And we say all these things, right? But the truth is like, there's not one history. And I think that's the thing that confuses people. The word history confuses people, but the word histories is a little bit better because histories is all about perspective. And all these kids that were creating things, all of those contributions matter. To say that one that didn't get the shine in the media doesn't matter is kind of strange. It's like kind of an inequality thing. So to me, all those kids' stories that were creating these dances in these, these neighborhoods even if it didn't catch on, there's still a tradition to it. Hey, at this point, even for this one year, kids in this city were doing this and they called it that. And that's just an important story to tell, you know, doesn't mean it's supposed to be the most popular one and doesn't mean everyone has to do it, but everybody's story and contribution should mean something. <laughs> Not getting in a homie's face in a tut cipher. You're hilarious, dude. Uh, how did Future become Future? Where did you get the name? I'll try to take that later. Try to stay on topic. It feels the global intention isn't of a street essence anymore. To create and innovate and express is to match a winning criteria and stay within the box the last generation made. Yeah. You got a point there. But it's also confusing, right? Because we don't know what the criteria is because you just have judges going like this or this. You don't really know what their criteria is. And uh, that's a whole nother topic. And I'm gonna do an episode on that about judging systems and evaluation, movement evaluation. But we're gonna skip that for today. <laughs> How do you concept your waves? Sorry, I'm just reading all the questions. So I'm gonna to go to YouTube because we got a few questions on there as well. Feel free to keep asking questions, guys. Let's start talking a little bit about, you know, uh, what is popping today? That's the next question I, I wanna to pose to you guys is, what is popping in 2018? If every group in Oakland had a different way to boogaloo, if they strutted and all those groups had different styles in San Francisco, and the different people that call the dance popping, if they all have different approaches to what popping is, I'm curious what you guys think popping is in 2018, because we got a lot of fusion going on. There is a lot of fusion, and I'm curious if you all think that that is good for the dance or how we manage that. And yeah, so please, Let's see 
What do you think popping is in 2018? Okay, questions from YouTube. Uh, what do you think about a call out? I was watching a Slick Dog video saying that call out is part of the culture in popping. Do you promote it? Absolutely, yeah, totally. Um, and I think that is foundation. See, here's the thing. When I say foundation isn't just movement, I mean, it can be the foundation, can be the tradition of being yourself in the dance. That's something people don't talk about. It could be the tradition of call outs, which is all about conflict resolution, actually. When you think about it, it's about addressing an issue in a particular way, not necessarily doing it um, with your fists or just with words, but express yourself with movement, get something off your chest that way. It's important and it's a tradition in African-American urban dance culture and it's something that uh, you will always learn and grow from. Every time you learn and grow from these experiences. Now, doing it with disrespect is a different thing. Doing it with disrespect, maybe you should just have a conversation. Maybe you should step outside and just chill out a bit. But to just express artistically with something um, in an exchange with somebody else, that's, that's a healthy thing. Um, and we see examples of how it cannot be healthy, but we have to learn from those, those moments and say, okay, if I'm just screaming at the person the whole time and talking shit, is that really productive for this movement exchange? No, the idea is to show you understand more. A battle is a debate. It's a movement debate. Okay, I understand this. What do you understand? Okay, I understand that too. Now I'm going to show you this as well. And you start one up in each other. And it's a different way to resolve and, and exchange. All right. Um, let's see. <laughs> Future versus David Castro. Yep. That was a, a, a call out in a club. And that was a, a way for us to exchange and start a dialogue, um, which actually we need to continue. Um, let's see. Tradition and creativity's roots always go back to the dance word by foundation do you mean values and principles exactly this is what i'm talking about so for me yes foundation is values and principles as well as movement foundation and thought foundation and principle foundation and values foundation and movement so when a judge says oh you need to practice your foundation what does that mean you know like that doesn't explain a lot to people and people are confused so you can't just say that you know you can, but explain movement foundation and this foundation in particular, this technique of doing this, if you did it like this, it would clean it up in this way. So I think it's important to, you know, when we're explaining and we're speaking in the language we use to be clear about that. So we're going to go back to Instagram, see what's going on over here. We got some folks talking about popping is in 2018 all right got some discussion rolling all right so Ironhide you think that the battle system we have today is going to be the tradition for the new generation of kids how you think it's going to be possible to preserve the artistic side of the dance so the contest scene has somewhat killed the cypher scene. We need tradition bearers. We need more people that are a representation of how something was before to be a good example for the new generation and show them that it's more than battling. And this dance is a culture. A battle or a choreography is a tiny, tiny, tiny piece of the large puzzle. This is urban dance culture. Competition, that's just one little thing. Choreography is one tiny thing, but these two things have been extracted and made to be the greatest thing, the most important thing. You have to do these things. No, you don't have to. That's the quick route. That's the easy route. The longevity route is more about understand the culture, the history, meet the people, be in service to the people where the dance comes from. Um, understand foundation principles like why it's important to exchange in ciphers and battle be a club head 
these things. Uh, understand theater, the importance of theater, the importance of performance as, a, as an artist, as a dancer. These things create longevity. Be a researcher. Um, treat the dance with the same respect you would any other art form or thing that you study, a subject matter. This is how we elevate the dance. We're not going to elevate it with people just doing battles and choreography. So, let's see. 2018 feels animation heavy. I agree. Very conceptual. More representation of modern funk, but maybe a little distance from a dance approach. Hmm, I'm curious what you mean by a dance approach. But, uh... Yeah, 2018 feels very animation heavy. Anything else you guys think that it feels heavy? Because I got a lot of ideas on, on this. There's a lot of things in popping. When you look at it now, there's a lot of new things happening. I'm curious what you guys are seeing as well. All right. Dances are social dances, first and foremost. Absolutely. Everything is social, right? All of this is, was done in social settings. Club rat. Club head or club rat? Green tech flows and trap in popping. What did you say you saw in Taiwan? Alright. We'll let y'all keep rolling. Back to YouTube. What other ways besides social media would I have to ensure that I'm learning the correct style slash foundation due to financial and geographical constraints. Really question, good question, Mason Dracos. Um, social media is a great tool. I started learning Memphis Joking through social media. Um, I was privileged to be so close to Memphis. So my second step in that process to learn the tradition and the culture was to go there. I linked up with a guy named Dr. Rico and we had an exchange in uh, styles and culture. We taught each other. Mutual exchange, still working together. Um, but if you can't geographically get to those people, well, if you're on YouTube right now, that means you have Wi-Fi, which means you can reach out to those people, which means you can Skype somebody, which means you could do a Skype lesson, which means you could just have a conversation with somebody about history and culture. Um, there's, it's so easy now. There's not really like a, there's really no excuse these days to not be able to connect to people of the culture. It's about the people, right? So it's, you don't have to be there, but I think it's important that you try your best to connect to the people and be in service to them. Maybe you can't get there, but you can get one of them out to you. So how will you do that? Get the people out to you so that you can be more authentic in representing the culture, learning the foundations and the traditions, and even the ways they innovate with the style. Um, let's see. Uh, yeah, the clubs in certain, yeah, the club setting in certain countries. I, I know how it is. I've been traveling around. I see it's, it's difficult. My best advice for like creating the club environment is to start small, Start with small practice sessions in, in small studios. Get your own DJ and promote it properly and open it to the public. Make it a ways to be inclusive for the public. You have to create the environments you guys want. The, the world that we live in is, is not always um, the perfect setting for what we're trying to do with art. And we have to find like-minded people and we have to try to create that setting ourselves. So that's my only advice for that at the moment. Otis singularity style theory. I don't know what that is actually, but I, I'll, I'm going to link with Otis soon, probably through this program and through something else and maybe we'll chop it up. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't really have to do with the foundation, but that's cool. But that's a foundation in principle thought, right? So cool. Um, Mason Dracos, I've done that to a certain extent, try to create settings like I was talking about. Some times I've noticed that with this culture specifically, some people aren't as welcoming as you are. Yeah. Welcome to being a tradition bearer. This is not the easy life. This is not the life of 
you know, where you're getting attention and fame for what you're doing, when you're a true tradition bearer, it's selfless work because you want to be a community builder. What, what I'm talking about is community building to create something for yourself and also the people around you. If you want to create a club environment, that's a community building thing. Community building has nothing to do with what, what we want and how the people are going to act around us. We have to find like-minded people first, even if it's one, two, three people, find those people and, and try to build together. Those are the welcoming people, the ones you're with. The other people, they might not be, but you'll get every once in a while, you'll get one, two, three people that get it and they'll understand and they'll join in. So community building, I'll say it's selfless work. And two, it takes time, takes patience, and it takes letting things build slowly but surely and not giving up in that process. So uh, yeah, man, good luck with that. Um, let me know what, uh, what country you're in or where you're at, what state, whatever it may be. I'm curious to, to, to know what's going on uh, yeah, you're welcome for the idea. I, I hope I hope that works. And oh, you're in Florida. Cool, cool, nice. Yeah, little by little, man. Little by little. Hit me up, you know, at, offline if you have any other questions. I'm I feel free to answer. Um, and that's for everybody. If you guys have questions offline, and that might be a good place to say any questions um, that you want me to talk about on the episode. For instance, next week, I'm going to do a Q&A. So next Sunday will just be a straight Q&A. So please add comments on the YouTube video for this um, particular episode for questions for next time. And it could be any question for next week. And also, same on Instagram. If you guys want to inbox me, hit me up. I have two locations. I'll, look, I'll check on the YouTube comments and I'll check on Instagram inbox for like questions offline, but um, yeah. This show will eventually hit topics as well as be like, I'll have Q&A days. So that's why when we're doing the Q&A now, I'm trying to stay on the, on the topic as much as I can. But for me, foundation is a principle, so it can be a lot of things. So how do you build community? What's the foundation of that? There's ways to do that. Um, let's see what else is going on. YouTube. Totally agree. I think the people need to know about our proper history. OG or masters must bring the keys to find the self way to open the mind. Yeah, and I think that's important. That is very important. Proper history, though, you gotta be careful with that. Proper history, what is that? You know, what does that mean? Um, because one OG story of proper history is going to be different than another OG story of proper history. So can they both be okay? For me, yes, absolutely. Everybody's story and contribution matters to, to, the, to, um, to us as researchers and, and being a part of the legacy and understanding what they built before us. And we stand on their shoulders, no doubt about it. Shout out to, to all the OGs. I'm always giving shout outs to OGs on the channel. All the guys from Oakland, guys from San Francisco, Richmond, um, the LA homies, like Electric Boogie, New York guys, poppers, pop lockers, boppers, strutters, robotters, boogaloos, you know, uh, Smurf dancers in Paris. There's all kinds of different proper histories for what this dance can be. And we, in 2018, get to decide what that is, okay? Because if they have their definition of what proper history is, well, guess what? I know, I know a lot about those histories and I can tell you about them. I can even show you mostly in movement, a lot of that. And I'm also gonna show you what the assassin's way, what's the assassin's foundation, what's our tradition here in DC in 2018 and don't get it twisted assassins and and urban artistry the way i'll take just the way me and rashad pop that is a very dc thing that is a very urban artistry influenced thing our foundation our techniques are different we use a lot of foundational 
techniques and movements from strutting, from electric boogaloo, tutting foundations, waving foundations. I mean, we do a lot of styles. Our event's called the Book of Styles, right? So we do a lot of foundation, but we are heavy on innovation because we understand the principle of being yourself as a foundation, right? To innovate and be yourself is a foundation for popping. So when you look at DC, what do you see? When you look at Assassin's Poppers, what do you see? You see, and I, and this is influencing people to define what popping is. We're changing things, and there's no doubt about it. Um, and that's not to take away anyone else's contribution these years, but I, I can see what we've contributed. And here's some of the things that I feel we do that we've trended a bit in the scene, and that is just specific to us. Rhythms from Damon. We are so rhythmic in our popping. We have so much rhythm, crazy rhythm patterns, and we have funk. We dance. We're boogie boys. I mean, we're from the East Coast. We're close to New York where all these boogie boys were, and we got a boogie boy like a dance vibe. And that's because of urban artistry. Everybody in our company does different styles. So when I'm popping in a cypher with a house dancer and a, and a b-boy, I'm not going to go in and pop all small like this. I'm telling you, it's just not going to happen. I'm not doing it. So, so we decided, look, we got to make our energy and our foundations, our techniques match these other dance styles. And that's another question. How are poppers going to be crumpers? How are we going to compete with hip hop dancers when their style is so free and so rhythmic and so unpredictable? Popping has to be able to compete with that. That's why our foundation in DC, the assassins, urban artistry way is to fuse. That's what we've influenced people to do, fuse styles. Look at people doing juking now. Look at people mixing hip hop now, you know, like to be tradition bearers, to go back and research. People are strutting now, you know. Uh, Rashad influenced a lot of people to put hip hop in their popping in, in like 2008 when that was not a thing. You know, so we're dynamic, we're big movers, we move really big. We do a lot of things that are specific to us. That's our foundation. Um, so I think it's okay to say for me, I know what popping is for me in 2018, and I see what's changing in the scene. So I'm curious again, and I'll go through some of the questions, what you guys think about what it is in 2018. Um, let's see. You say it, 2018, it's not 1975. Absolutely. Let's go back to IG, see if I'm still getting, yeah, I'm still getting my feet on IG. Yo, my technology's holding up. All right, so we got more. Whoa, we got, yo, we got questions and comments. This is awesome. Appreciate it, you guys. So Ironhide. What I can see here in Europe is that people are starting to research about strutting and they're starting to change their flavor. Yes, absolutely. Everybody wants to strut right now. Everybody wants to strut. Everybody wants to juke. Everybody uh, wants to lay on the ground and do ground moves on their back. It's becoming, these are things that are pushing up, right? You see this all the time, different trends. They start pushing up through the cracks and making it to the mainstream. Eventually, the guys winning will start doing it. And once, you know, they start doing it, then you can win with it. But <laughs> until then, good luck because I've been trying for years and it doesn't work. Rashad used to lose doing hip hop in his popping. And I mean, some things the community is not ready for. That's why I want to say now, like, well, okay. Let's just say right now what it is then. Let's say what popping is in 2018. Is it, can you put juking in it? Because everybody's trying to. Sorry, that was, my bad, I did that. <laughs> I made, I was one of the reasons that happened. You know, not just me, of course, there was others, but you know, I'm one of the ones that sparked that. Um, and uh, I see a lot of animating. People are getting back to like, you know, the robot and the animation style, you know, Tabo's influence. Um, 
through Slim Boogie and different people. So we got people animating, we got people joking, we got people strutting. Things are changing. And I think, you know, that's that's okay with me. That's okay with me in 2018 that that can be a part of popping. I'm cool with that. Uh, okay. Chinese history tends to have a history of only listening to one master, but close-minded to other philosophies. Example, Confucius. They only listen to him. So I think what the homie from Taiwan is saying is that uh, in his country, because of this mentality, it's hard for people to innovate and be themselves, you know, which is something that happens culturally. People in, a, in the States, we, we're all about innovation. We, we come up like, yo, wear your hat like this, do this like that. I'm going to lace my shoes different, you know? So we're kind of brought up that you got to have your own flavor. But in some countries, it's a little bit different, you know? And that's, that takes work, man. That takes a lot of work. So, you know, you're going to need a team of people that think alike and can create environments where people will start to understand and you'll change some of the culture. And it's not to get rid of that culture because that's actually kind of cool that people are respectful of traditions and of a teacher. But what's not cool is when you're so respectful that you don't respect yourself enough to be yourself. That's the problem. That's where, that's where you get into trouble. Um, let's see. The music can be pushed to the side more from the mind rather the music inspiring the movement. I think what he's possibly talking about on, on rea reality is people just doing concepts and movement and not listening to the music. But I'm curious if he's saying that's what they're, everybody's doing now. Uh, let's see. Oh, and then he continues, which connects to foundation. Oh wait, which connects to foundation? I see people focusing on doing their movements correctly instead of digging into what they're hearing. So how do we fit both together? Really good question. And so that's what I meant earlier when I said people are learning technique and foundation as like a, as like a thing that's separate from the music. But music creates foundation, movement foundation. Music creates movement techniques. So I could learn this all day. I could learn this all day. I could learn how to do these perfect fixed points all day. But if I don't know how to change and adapt my character to the music, then I'm demonstrating technique with sound on. And I could demonstrate that technique with any sound on. It wouldn't matter. So what's important, what he's talking about is the foundation, the tradition of matching movement to sound. How do you match this technique to sound? What sound does it go to? That's what you got to ask. What sound does it go to? Um, uh, what character should I be in while I do that? All right. Let's keep rolling, see if there's any more. Love your dance skills in LA, upcoming classes, attend the class. Robo Z, strut is the new boogaloo like back then, years ago. Right. Yes, that's happening. And again, that's a trend becoming something a bit more mainstream. Strutting is the new thing that everybody wants to do. Not everybody wants to go San Francisco, support the guys, you know, but, you know, that's that's a process, so you know, take your time and find a way to, to get there and learn more about strutting. Strutting is strutting foundation and all and technique and the stuff we're talking about is so many things. There's so many ways to strut. It's crazy how much foundation there is. Look at Pop Tart's strutters room. Look how many foundational things he's doing. Every round is a whole different style. It's just ridiculous. So, you know. Playboys have a style. That's the San Jose way. That's dope. San Francisco has a lot of different ways because there was a lot of different groups. Harry Berry moves different than Pop-Tart, who moves different than A1. There's a lot of guys. Ben James is the one that came from Oakland, inspired some people, 
in San Francisco, he's part of Live Incorporated, his style is even different. You can find footage of him on, on YouTube too. So yeah, things are things are changing, but we, we can't do it how we did it before, right, Robozy? We can't just like uh, let one way be the best way. Now that these new things are becoming like the new mainstream thing, let's let's say, hey, but let's bring all of it there. Let's do all of it. You know, what are how are you gonna strut? You know, how are you gonna mix it? Uh, Ironhide, you told something about juke. Never heard about that. Uh, Jukin is a um, African-American traditional dance from Memphis, Tennessee that started in about 1980, mid-80s, 85, 86, uh, originally called Gangsta Walkin'. Go check it out. Those guys are amazing. Uh, Robo Z, that's why I take all the techniques and call the illusionary dance forms. Interesting. So, you're, so you say... Uh, no, we cannot do it right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, strutting, the way people are strutting overseas at this current moment, has a, there's a long way to go, but that's totally cool, man. I, I got not, no hate. I'm just saying we got some work to do and people have some research to do. Um, RoboZ says he calls the dance illusionary dance forms. Cool, that's awesome. And I'm totally open and I think it's cool when people define the dance in their, uh, have the, have your own term for what it is to you. That's totally cool. Monster Pop has one too. That's similar to that illusionary mechanical movement. I'm not quoting them, but, um, something like that. And that's totally cool. Popping is based a lot on illusion. It's true. But then the question comes, what is illusion? Because can hip-hop be illusional? Can there be some illusions to house dance, to crumping? I don't know. There's, there's your next question. But it's okay to like have your way to call it, you know? And say, yeah, that for me, I think of popping as an illusionary uh, dance form because illusions to me are this, you know? So when you define what illusion is and say, this is what it is to me, then, um, you know, you're really, really on to breaking it down even more. Um, let's see, Un unreality. I think thought foundation, you said earlier, is a big missing link. How to be a strong freestyler and understand music. So true. Number one thing right now. Thought foundation, especially when it comes to music like you said, and being free. The tradition of being yourself means you have to be free. The tradition of matching movement to sound means you have to put your technique to the music. People are really, really, really caught up, and I wanna do a whole other episode on this, on um, proper technique, proper foundation, and learning how to do it clean. Sometimes that word clean, man, that will be the downfall of a popper. If you think that being clean is the most important thing, you're losing some freedom. You're losing some freedom. It's okay to say, this is the clean way to do this technique. I know that this is the clean way to do it. Okay, that's cool. But how do you make it go to the music? <laughs> how do you make this go to the music? What part of the song does it go to? How are you gonna match it to the character of the song. That's a classic funk song. How are you going to put it on that? Nobody's talking about that. A lot of people are, are teaching technique, teaching foundation, but people aren't talking a lot. I'm not saying everybody, but I'm just saying in general, this is where we're at, I feel. It's like we got to talk more about, like, like he said, things outside of movement foundation. We got to be more than movers. This is a culture. We are not just people that learn to move our body because it's cool. That is how we all started, right? But let's get past that. Let's go, let's be bigger than that. There's so much more. Um, and I think when we can get to a point where people are teaching and people are demonstrating that technique is because of sound and there's many different types of technique that are all good. There's many different types of foundation that are all good. 
then I think we can get to a place where we'll have a lot of, the dance will be more exciting. Like when you watch like flexing and turfing and crumping and all these dances people are so drawn to and putting in popping in 2018, right? Those things are in popping in 2018. When you look at those styles, they're so fun to watch. So exciting, it's so free, it's so creative. And I think like, if they were thinking, what is the proper technique for, uh, what is the only way to do a bone break? What is the only proper way to do the tut? I think it would be a little bit less free and boring. So I think that um, we can learn from them and they can learn from us. Cause guess what? They're super on the creativity side, on the innovation side. And, uh, and I think they can learn from, from us in terms of like, uh, moving a bit more to the character of the song we hear, you know, delivering your movement in a, a smoother, more, uh, less like bam, 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 bam type of way. And what we can learn from them is, is freedom. We can say, Oh, wow. They're not restricted to some rules. And we can say, you know what, let me drop the rules for myself for this month when I train and just like get into some creative stuff. You know, it's all about balance. If you have traditional movement, if you have foundational movement and you have foundational thought of innovation and creativity, you can enjoy this dance and make it fun for yourself for a really, really long time. So let's go back to YouTube, because we cracking. Uh, amen to the Strutter's room. Wow, there's a lot of comments. Okay, Jet Lee Jukin was pretty cool, but you're one of the first I saw in the popping scene. Super happy Jet Lee is Jukin. He brought out an OG, he brought out Jacquente to LA, supporting the community. Shout out to Jet Lee. Um, yeah, and I, and yeah, I, you said I was one of the first you saw in popping scene. So there was, a, there was a few of us that made the first trip to Memphis. It was Boy Wonder, Jason, and myself. And there were some guys from Jersey. I'm not sure if they consider themselves poppers, but we were the first three that went out there. We all started learning around the same time. And uh, yeah, so I've been rolling with it, trying to be a tradition bearer, teaching it wherever I can. Uh, big thank you. I'm done being loud on the messages. Peace out, Jason. Yes, Lord of the Strutter's Room. Check it out. The Fillmore, man. I'm telling you. Fillmore Strut. Daniel, that's why I say that they do not give us the keys to be ourselves when we have inspiration to spare around us. We want the fast way. Now, joking, you can see in all the world the beautiful part of the dance. It's about to express who we are. We need it on popping. Word. Part of what makes pros pros is that they 100% emotionally devote themselves to a character, like drop the ego and live in the music. How do you mentally work towards that goal if it's uncomfortable? Okay, I think you're asking me how to do that. Um, that's a whole different thing. Um, maybe we can do an episode on that because I want to do an episode where we're talking about um, popping being sort of over technicalized in some way uh, and and less about music and I want to talk about music and character so we we can take that for a different different day uh, is muscle control in bruck up flexing different from animation wrong guy to ask but ask some guys that do that connect with them connect with those folks um, I'm not involved in the bruck up community you want to ask questions of me subject matter expert for joking boogaloo popping and locking to some degree and uh i'll answer other questions but this one i think should check those guys out all right let's go back to the ig all right what do we got going on in ig <laughs> gorilla will poppers need music theory class word i agree that would be great you know even learning an instrument you know like actually learn music from music teachers and musicians the bridge it's funny the bridge between like dancers and musicians is like it's gone now and like back in the day i think there was a little bit more correlation especially when you go way back to like jazz and blues like it was like live music live dance 
And I think we need to get back to that. I think that's one of the reasons why we're not thinking so much about music. There's no musicians around us. How do we do that? How do we create environments where we got dancers and musicians in the same space? And there are people doing this um, and, and connect. And they can share their culture and you can share yours. And that's a beautiful thing. You guys can inspire each other. But yeah, we poppers need to learn more about music. For sure, for sure. Because in 2018, it is, there's a lot of uh, technique over music going on. Uh, Jermaine says, I feel teaching the youth like how you do about old styles is the new styles of thought is the best way to make the mainstream open. Freedom-wise, the youth overtakes the old, as they say. That's right. Teach them open minds. Word. Montage. I saw on YouTube there were twins. Tons of questions. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jing, what up man? Had a great convo with Damon about musicality recently. I learned so much in just 15 minutes. It would be great if people like him would do more talks like you were doing. I will have Damon on here. I haven't talked to him about it, but I have a music. Uh, if you check out Funk and Focus YouTube or the Urban Artistry Preservatory Project uh, page on Facebook, I have an interview with Damon about music, more about music history and things like that. But we can definitely, I'll talk to him about it. Because on this show, I want to have some people that know, know their stuff. Uh, what do you think is the foundational groove for popping? The groove for house, such hip hop, and the like are a lot more obvious. And I feel like the groove for popping is more subtle. The groove for popping doesn't have to be subtle. Because there's so many grooves for popping. There's not one groove for hip hop, one, one groove for house. There's not one groove for popping. People treat it like it's something subtle because they're so focused on their technique that they're not opening their body. They're so focused on controlling their energy that they're not using what their body can do and grooving in different ways. But look at look at the Boogaloos. Look at Boogaloos in Oakland. Look at, look at all these guys that use their body in so many creative ways. They were moving like James Brown. People were moving like James Brown. That was one of the ways they would groove, you know? So... Uh, there's too many to name, to be honest. Watch any of the solo dancers from back in the day. You'll see new ways to groove. And, and groove also has to do with how you connect to music. Groove doesn't always necessarily mean this. This doesn't always mean groove. Groove can just be the way that you are tuning into the sound, creating a vibe, creating a groove. So it's so many things that you can do. But awesome question. Um... A lot of dope dancers played instruments in school. Totally, totally true. Those are the people that have a really good ear. Uh, da, 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 da. Yo. All right, so here's what we're going to do. I want everyone on the uh, Instagram to go over to the YouTube Live because we're going to be ending here in five minutes on Instagram. So I want you guys to go over to YouTube, go to Funkin' Focus, Jump on the live and ask your questions there. Um, but if you're not going to be joining us on the YouTube, remember, inbox me questions. Next week will be a Q&A, and, and thanks for joining. But if you want to continue, we're going to move it over to YouTube. So I'm going to end the uh, Instagram live here. So peace out on Instagram, YouTube. Let's get it cracking. Word. All right. So, Mason, have you ever read any good books on the theory of dance or anything like that you'd recommend? So yeah, I mean, I have a few, few um, books. Um, Funk by Ricky Vincent was great. Um, I haven't finished that, but that that I'm about halfway through. That's really really good. Uh, it's a book. It, talks about African-American music, culture, a little bit of history, the birth of funk, the being on the one, these types of things. Um, there's a book called Boogaloo that is really interesting. It's a longer uh, read, um, but it talks about the history of the word Boogaloo. And uh, you can find it on Amazon. It's got like an orange cover, Boogaloo. And basically it... Uh, it talks about different types of boogaloo and more from a music perspective uh, than anything. 
mostly from a music perspective, but it's it's really uh, it's really cool. And uh, when I mean, in terms of like African American traditions and history, there's so many good books too, um, and good documentaries actually. Let me just drop some documentaries for you guys. Let me drop a little list. I got my my list. I usually share this with my online students. Also, a reminder, Funk and Focus, myself and Rashad, we do online Skype classes, one-on-one, -on -one, or we do uh, group online classes about once a month. So please check those out, guys. Like, there's a, this is the type of stuff we talk about, and we go more in-depth about this type of stuff. Um, so yeah, we got a month-long program that's four classes, and we got drop-ins, which would just be one class, and then we got the online group sessions. So okay, so documentaries. Here we go. Drop some documentaries. Nice. Yeah, Taj, I'm about to drop some. So I got I got it categorized here. I got dance documentaries. I got uh, movie documentaries. I got YouTube channels, and this is and music documentaries, and these are all online. And then there's some that are just like African American culture documentaries. So I can't give it all away. I can't give it all away, but I'm gonna give little pieces. So I'm gonna give a few for each category. So let's start with African American culture and history. Um, this is very important. Pop-Tart told me about this documentary. It's called Take This Hammer. You can find it online. And it is about the inner city youth in the 70s in San Francisco in the Fillmore District. So you want to see how people grew up? This is, the, this is what Pop-Tart grew up in. You want to see how people lived and grew up? Check that out. Take This Hammer. Um, let's see. Uh, the Black Panthers. Uh, this is on Netflix. The Black Panthers, uh, it's called The Vanguard. And um, basically, it break down the Black Panthers, what they were all about, and um, history on it, how the FBI tried to, basically, the FBI taking them out. Um, how, and you'll, you'll see, like, the way they dress, the way they act, is so much about the Black Power movement, and you'll see that that will relate to locking, that will relate to boogaloo, that will relate to popping. These are the people that created these art forms. So, you know, there was people that were poppers that were panthers. Like, there, this thing, this thing is so connected. The Black Panthers' main base, I believe, was in Oakland. So check out the Black Panthers documentary. Um, oh, this one's crazy. This one's kind of heavy, though. It's called Ethnic Notions. Um, ethnic notions is about uh, minstrelsy in America, the Jim Crow era, um, and some of the terms, the derogatory terms towards African Americans, how they came about and what they meant, and what they still mean. Um, and man, it's just really heavy but really informational. And I think you can find that on you can find that online too. Ethnic notions, um, and then I'll do a couple of music ones. Uh, Simple, simple one to find. Music documentary, One Nation Under a Groove, The Story of Funk. Um, that's on YouTube. Check it out. Great, great funk documentary. Uh, oh, check out the Watt Stacks. Watt Stacks documentary. I think that's on YouTube. There's definitely footage of Watt Stacks, but they have pieces of the performance of the musicians when the Stax records like Rufus Thomas and all them came and performed at this concert in Watts and um but it's actually a whole documentary it has interviews with people of the time just regular folks and uh it's really really good so let's see YouTube channels if you're not following SF Strutter Pop-Tart missing out Dub CEO for Oakland Oakland stuff and uh, Ralph Montejo for uh, Richmond. Let's just leave it at that for now. So I got all kinds of stuff. I'm gonna be dropping all this types of information on all these episodes, but I'm gonna end this for today. Um, 
we're about an hour, a little over an hour. So thank you guys for tuning in. Um, the next episode will be next Sunday at 3 p.m. Please leave, uh, I'll post the YouTube today or tomorrow on Facebook. Leave comments and questions under the YouTube and I'll definitely answer those questions first. The ones that are on the YouTube, I'll answer first. And then, you know, I'll take anything coming in on Instagram if we have time to. But next week, just be a Q&A. So uh, thank you guys. And um, that's it. I'm out of here. Peace out, y'all. Assassins, urban artistry. And uh, that's it. Peace.